Let's celebrate episode number 100 of the Sleep Whisperer podcast. Sabrina Ann Zalinski, also known as Mama Z, is the author of the best-selling book, The Essential Oils Diet, and the Mrs. Georgia 2019 beauty pageant title holder. Sabrina has used her natural living platform to inspire millions across the globe to reach their health goals. A group fitness instructor and DIY guru, Mama Z started naturallivingfamily.com in 2014 with her husband Dr. Eric Zylinski to help people learn how to use natural remedies like essential oils safely and effectively. Now visited by more than 4 million natural health seekers every year, naturallivingfamily.com has rapidly become the number one online source for biblical health and non-branded essential oils education. In this anniversary episode of 100 episodes, we give you a protocol-packed one for women to feel vibrant and balanced. This episode is not specifically on sleep, but an overarching view into women's hormones, natural remedies, essential oil usage and foods. This is one conversation that you just don't want to miss if you're a woman wanting great hormones, health, skin, hair and sleep. Even though this episode is not sleep specific, remember that women's hormones and sleep have a strong bidirectional component. Supporting healthy hormones also creates a great foundation for good sleep. I'd love for you to end the year with appreciating the show by leaving us a rating and review. If you have been enjoying the conversations and meditations, do acknowledge us and help us to keep the show going. Stay tuned for a great year ahead where we bring you rich conversations and potent meditations. Also stay tuned for information and the release of my book on sleep by HarperCollins in 2022. Now take a listen to my exciting conversation with Mama Z. Hey everyone, I'm Deepa, Light Functional Medicine Practitioner, Author and Yogini and you're listening to the Sleep Whisperer Podcast, the only sleep podcast with conversations and meditations. I'm on a mission to share profoundly insightful sleep conversations with global visionaries that merge together functional medicine and ancient wisdom. Breathe in bliss through weekly guided meditations and let yourself enter the land of dreams. Together, let's unravel the pieces, get to the roots and understand the right tools to transform your sleep completely. Through this podcast, I want you to dream the best version of yourself. It's time to regain hope and begin your sleep journey. 
Amazi, it's a pleasure to have you here and we've already had so many little conversations and I want to have them all over again with you during the show. But uh, And women's health is such a big part of the puzzle of sleep in women and I don't think women give themselves enough importance. I know that we discussed it a lot of times women feel that they can neglect certain parts of their body like they don't need to be taken care of. And I know you're going to bring your enlightened wisdom to all these areas here today. So I'm thrilled to be speaking with you about my most favorite conversation, by the way, which is women's health. And we're going to dive into aromatherapy specifically for women. But I think a whole lot more given your rich background and this wisdom age old soul that you said that you are. And I sense that already. And the crossover areas between the two of us with the ancient wisdom and the whole cutting edge science and get started by just sharing this story about how um, your husband uh, thought about those smelly bottles under your kitchen sink. Yes. So thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be on here. And yes, you know, I grew up, my mom's best friend was an Ojibwa Indian and um, she taught me medicinal medicine from a young age. We, if we had a, a cough or a sniffle or anything, she made teas, tinctures, essential oil blends, all of that stuff, all the way to laying on our stomach and crisscrossing our legs to get our lymphatic system going, even from a young age. And it was such a blessing because um, my dad's side of the family, very medical. His mother was um, a nurse and my dad is an agri-scientist and um, he ended up developing GMO corn. So we had both aspects that I got to learn. And, and really we get to see with our own eyes, what the fruit is on both of those sides. So we can make our decisions accordingly. But I found that essential oils worked so well, not just for visualization and other things when I would compete, um, in pageants and whatnot, but also just really to set the mood. And then I noticed, um, all of the different aspects for healing. I was able to heal. Um, I had third degree burns on my face from, um, uh, products that were over the counter that caused a chemical burn and um, utilizing these kind of plant-based medicines healed my skin so much faster than, than a pill or other things that people would use probably more regularly. And because of that, Fast forward many, many years. My husband just thought I had a bunch of smelly stuff underneath the counter. And um, then when he went to go write series of research um, uh, for different clients, he started to realize how powerful essential oils were. And then also that there was so much research to back those things up. And so it's great because I had all of the practical application, but he actually had all of the knowledge and the data behind it to prove that how important those things are. But number one, being a woman, we have to be able to fill ourselves up and take care of ourselves to be able to pour out to our family and our husband and the needs that are around us. 
And that's the biggest lesson. And I teach people that all the time, self-care is so important. And sometimes, you know, moms, especially, you know, I'm a mom of five. And as you add more children to the pack and all of that stuff, that some of those needs go by the wayside and you have to make yourself and your health a priority because nobody else is going to do that unless you make space for that. And it's so important. Oh, I love that. And the first thing that I want to share, and I've got so many thoughts right there to ask you to get us started, is that, you know, in today's world, women go through such chaos in their bodies after one baby, there's postpartum depression, there's their hormones just misbehaving and I don't think traditionally a lot of women get their hormones tested but they don't know what to actually do practically and that's where I love your approach that there's so much practicality to this and my mother-in-law was very old so my husband's much older than me and she had seven kids and she would almost make fun of me that you're making such a big deal about this one pregnancy where you're having so many unnecessary scans and we didn't do any of this I popped out my babies in the backyard and I was fine and absolutely on my feet within days Uh, Why have we as a culture of women gone from having that wisdom to actually get back on our feet through multiple pregnancies? And I'm sure even when women don't have babies, they go through hormonal chaos. Why have we gone from that to the state today where we are unable to recover easily from a single pregnancy? And that has to do with our hormones. I was wondering if you could just get started pointing out because you're the best person to have five babies in modern age is something which I really am impressed by. I can't manage my single one at home, uh, but I'm super impressed by that. So if you could just talk a little bit about that, which would help all women, just general guidelines, which would help us to uh, keep our hormones stable. And I'd also like us to talk a little bit about skin because you did mention how you used just natural ways to restore your skin and skin is something that I see so many women being pumped full of unnecessary antibiotics and topical Mm -hmm. corticosteroids is so unnecessary so before we get into sleep I'd love to have your thoughts on all of this Absolutely. So we've made it so easy to have a baby to go and make it more sterile. They say at the hospital and do all of these other things that are so unnatural. And what happens is, is every time we step more in the unnatural, it's going to take us longer to heal. It's going to take us longer to do things. And yes, there's medical emergencies that happen. And, um, and that's what modern medicine is for. But, you know, my cousin said this very well, and she had had three home births at that time in water. And, um, she said, you know, your body could have done this 2000 years ago with, or without you. So allow your body to do what it was meant for. And that is to have babies and believe it or not, we have five, but you know, I, we've always been open to five or six. So, you know, like I always fully believe that we need to repair our body prior to another pregnancy, but you know, if my, if, 
if the, if God allows my biological clock to give me another baby at 43, then I will be all for it. Um, because, um, you know, I really feel like this is the family I, I was always supposed to have five or six babies. So, um, one of the big things is, is that, my mom had terrible postpartum depression and it got progressively worse, which can happen with um, multiple babies. And so right away, my husband and I prayed right from the start about, um, about that. And I went right into the research and I found that two oils, um, were key in helping with the postpartum depression and also with happy babies, happy, joyful babies. So I call my blend joyful. And it's equal parts of orange and vanilla. You can use vanilla absolute, a vanilla oleo resin. And so basically you take carrier oil. Um, I use my mama's Z's oil base, which is a variety of different carrier oils that hit all the dermis of the skin, um, all the different levels, all the way down to the top of the skin. We use everything from coconut oil all the way down to jojoba that gets really deep into the dermis there. And, um, basically it's eight drops total of the essential oils for every one ounce of carrier oil. So I made those up and I was going to just put them on the baby so that I could get the aromatherapy benefit. And also the baby would get, you know, not every day. Um, was I going to bathe the baby? You know, nobody has, you know, all that kind of time to do all of that. So, um, you know, back when I was a little child, we had a bath once a week, that was about it. So, um, you know, and it's, it's actually good to be dirty. I mean, my aunt used to say all the time, eat a tablespoon of dirt, build your immunity. So in this day and age, we need to be able to, um, let our bodies build its own resistance to things. And, um, so, you know, I would put the oil on the baby in the morning and get all the little areas. And because it had the raw organic coconut oil, it was antibacterial, antifungal. So it was getting in all of those pertinent areas, but that aromatherapy benefit was so key. And I never had any postpartum depression ever. No baby blues, no postpartum depression, nothing. And, um, it was key in my recovery and everything else. And I think it's so important for us to look at some of the, the struggles that our parents have had, um, over the years, whether they're spoken or unspoken. And, and as we notice those things, we need to kind of self-correct because we could fall in those same kind of areas. Um, another thing I think is really key is that, um, when we're having all these babies, we do need to rebalance our hormones. Our, our bodies go through so much, you know, a, a man, a man's body, um, isn't made to do it. Our bodies, our bodies are just miraculous. I mean, we grow these human beings in our, in our, in our body, we share our space and then all of our stuff needs to go back to where it needs to go. So, um, one of the things that I really love to do is about, um, about six weeks after I do, um, colon hydrotherapy. Um, but I also couple that with V steaming and use, um, specific herbs to help my hormones balance some of the herbs, um, and, and essential oils that I love to use in a regular topical blend, which you know, if you're trying to balance your hormones, we have to ask a few different questions. How's your thyroid? 
Um, how old are you? Have you had your hormones tested? You know, those kind of things, but overall general balancing, I love to use geranium, clary sage, ylang lang. Um, those are some, some great ones. And, um, when I had a molar pregnancy and that was between my third and fourth baby, it's an improper duplication of twins. And, you know, most people won't tell you, but 50% of all pregnancies and in miscarriage, and it's your body's natural way of cleansing if something isn't right. And not only do we have to cleanse the hormones like we would um, in a regular pregnancy, but we have to balance emotions and we also have to help our body repair and it's earlier on. So we, we need to make sure that we get our bodies back to normal. So a lot of times, um, you know, and in that situation, it also, um, completely disrupts your thyroid. I actually lost half of my hair volume at the time and, um, I needed to help regrow my hair. So I got a, a crash course in perimetopause, menopausal hair loss, and had to really, um, dive deep to figure out what to do. So, um, first of all, with, um, the thyroid, I, I needed to, I used those hormone, uh, hormonal essential oils that I just mentioned. Again, you can use, um, six to eight drops total for every one ounce of carrier, or you can, um, use it in a roller bottle or do a combination of both where you can make it a little bit stronger so that you can do it over your thyroid or over your abdomen area. Um, second, I had to help rebalance my thyroid and it was key. I used, um, the myrrh, I used the lemongrass, um, and it depends on, on how your thyroid is going, whether or not you use certain other essential oils as well. If it's hyper hypo, um, it all depends on what's going on, um, with your body. So I had to rebalance my thyroid and because it was, it was going crazy. I also used peppermint essential oil as well. And, um, with a molar pregnancy, if your hormones continue, they like to put you on chemotherapy because if your pregnancy continues on its own and the HCG isn't going down, that's one of the uh, methods that the medical community uses. Well, you know, I was definitely not going to do that. So, um, I used, um, the Ojibwa tea, uh, and, um, that is a cancer cleansing tea. It is not the best tasting tea. It's definitely for medicinal use, but it is powerful. And, um, and so I had that special tea that helps with the cleansing. I went to a complete complete, um, uh, veggie diet and, and us, you know, in, in what we do, we are, um, much more vegetarian in the way that we eat anyway. So for us, it wasn't that much of a shift, but it was really, really important to allow my body the ability to heal itself. And if we bog our bodies down with all this extra food, um, and, and we don't eat processed food, but even the extra foods and stuff that we make that are healthy, the almond um, flour pastas and the other things that we make on a regular basis, I'm saying we did none of that. I wanted to be absolutely super, super strict because it was going to be key in order to allow my body to be freed up enough to be able to heal itself. So, um, and, and, and just so you know, the results of doing this, um, the doctor said, because I had been pregnant 
three full months prior to that, it would probably take a year to go down to zero HCG. So five HCG is what the a pregnancy test picks up that you're pregnant. And, um, believe it or not in six weeks, I was down to zero HCG. So, and within two weeks, my hair started regrowing. And one thing that I, I liked to use, um, for those of you that, you know, are battling hormonal hair loss is, um, is there are four essential oils that I love to use in a magnesium gel with seaweed extract. Um, and what, what I do is I also take, um, and you know, for people who don't want to DIY and make their own shampoo or conditioner, all you have to do is find a good organic, um, shampoo and conditioner and add that eight drops of essential oil for every one ounce. And I did equal parts of tea tree peppermint, lavender, and rosemary. And that really helps stimulate the follicle growth with the peppermint and the rosemary overall balance with that tea tree. And the lavender helps to really dilate those, um, blood vessels to take it all in. Now, if you do have extra frizzy hair, you can always add some geranium to that as well. So, um, so I used that in my shampoo and conditioner. And then, um, after I got out of the shower, I put, um, a dime to a nickel size. So it was like this, about this big in my hand, um, of the magnesium gel with seaweed extract. And again, I used those same four essential oils, um, eight drops for every one ounce um, in the magnesium gel in order to put it at the base of my hair. And literally within two weeks, it started growing back, believe it or not. Isn't that amazing? So crazy. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. many women are struggling with uh, hair fall, but I do want yeah. to get your thoughts because you mentioned the hypo versus hyper and how you need yes. to perhaps differentiate the use of thyroid is a big yes. part of why a lot of women struggle with sleep challenges. Yes. So uh, would, uh, could you walk us through a little bit about practical usage on helping support your thyroid? Uh, be it hyper or hypo with the right oils and how yes. to actually use it. And also I'd yeah. love you to walk us through the V steaming because I've never, we've never discussed it on the show. Oh. Okay. Uh, and I would love to um, get your thoughts on how does it actually help women? Why should they not have reservations to bring in right. practices like this? Because it can be such powerful tools for hormone optimization. So one of the things, um, you know, overall, I, I find that, um, you know, with any thyroid dysfunction, clove essential oil is a key factor. Um, if it's hyper, you've got your myrrh and your lemongrass, but you know, some people are just the opposite. Most people have hypothyroid. And so that's where you're going to have the myrrh, the peppermint, the clove and the lemongrass. Um, and, and so a lot of them, it's, it's so neat. Essential oils are so powerful, but, um, it's like, so they can just 
really horm- they, they, they literally take it to a zero balance. So some of the same oils work to bring things up and bring things down and really make it that status quo. So it's really important to get that homeostasis in your body. And those are powerful essential oils. So one of the things that I love to tell women, because if they have problems with their thyroid or if they're having hot flashes, if they're having other things, besides talking about nutrition, I always ask them, how's your sleep? Some people will start crying. And one thing is, is that we have to do our self-care in order to make sure that we are able to go to sleep. One of the most simple things that you can do is a detox bath. And a detox bath is safe, whether you're pregnant, you can use it on infants, you can use it all the way from birth, you know, until we're gone. And, um, if you don't have a bathtub, you can always soak your feet. You have 10,000 pores in the bottom of your feet. So you can half the recipe I'm going to give you and soak your feet. Now it's not going to be as effective as the full body, but it is going to help, uh, that general net natural detoxing process that we need in order to really go in that parasympathetic, that rest and relaxation, that rejuvenation sleep, that sweet sleep that we need. And so I use one cup of Epsom salts, pure Epsom salts, not, you know, at the stores, sometimes they have fake essential oils in them. You do not want any of that. And then you want to use, um, a quarter cup of your organic apple cider vinegar. I love the Bragg apple cider vinegar. I know that's not available everywhere, but then for your oils, you want a tablespoon of carrier oil, and it's got to be something that stays liquid at all temperatures or else it can actually get clogged up in your drains. And we don't want that. We've actually had friends that have spit oil, pulling coconut oil, um, in the, in the sink, and they had to replace hundreds of feet of pipe in their house because it's cooler underneath the earth and things got hard, believe it or not. So crazy. So one tablespoon of your carrier oil, and you use one to two drops of lemon essential oil. That's for the cleansing and six to eight drops of lavender. That's not just for relaxation. Again, we want to dilate those blood vessels. We want to, we want to take all of these things in here, and then we want to really detox our body. And, and you want to go in this bathtub for 30 to 45 minutes and as hot as you can stand. But then the last five minutes you want to sit up, then you want to roll to your knees then you want to stand for the last minute and you need to be careful. Make sure you know that, that, um, you kind of monitor how you feel in the tub, you know, let one of your children or your spouse know what you're doing so that, um, they can kind of keep an eye on you. Um, you know, especially during pregnancy and in that second trimester, when your blood pressure goes lower, you really just need to be cognizant of what's going on and how your body's reacting. Um, but it's a great gentle detox. And, you know, once you get out of that bathtub, I love to then use those awesome sleep oils. So one of my favorite blends is I use equal parts of lavender, chamomile, and vetiver. Um, again, that's six to eight drops for every one ounce in a carrier oil. And, um, you can easily go to naturallivingfamily.com and look up mama Z's oil base. And you can see what I use for my oil base. 
Um, and you know, if you have different skin, um, irritations or other things like that with our new book, I actually have, um, um, a whole demo on other things that you can add, depending on what other skin conditions or other things that you might have, um, to make your carrier oil more rich for you specifically. Um, but you want to give yourself a good massage with the oils on your body. Take the time to give yourself a couple minute foot massage. You know, I'd love it if my husband would give me a foot massage every night, but that is not going to happen as much as I'd like it. It probably will <laughs> never happen. I so hope he's listening to you somewhere there and this is getting into his ears. <laughs> Now, when I'm pregnant, I get more foot massages, you know, but it's, it's just something we have to do for ourselves. It really is. Nobody else is going to take care of us. And if we don't, if we don't, we get, we get our needs bypassed because we've got children's needs, husband needs, all of these other needs that have to happen. So we have to fight to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves. And, you know, I've made some of that same self-care, um, something that I, now my daughter's almost 13, my oldest. So now I have her go to some of the appointments and things that I do so that I can start taking her on that same journey because I need her to care about herself as well, because there's going to be so many other things that are, you know, going to get in the way. And if we make that part of our practice and how we teach um, each other how to live, you know, it, when she has cycle pain, you know, then we get out the homeopathics, get out the essential oils, do all the things that we know to do naturally, because, you know, we know that those things work, but it's teaching them so that they are able to then do it for themselves. And, you know, you mentioned V steaming and V steaming is very important and it depends on, and there's lots of different methods and you can actually purchase. Um, it's like a little crock pot that you would like you. It's almost like a toilet, like a toilet seat that you can kind of sit over and you, you make like a tent out of your dress, or I call it a moo, but, um, gathered fabric up here. You make your own little sauna and you allow the heat of the herbs to go right up um, into the um, vagina area, all the way up to the fallopian tubes. And now it depends on how long you stay under that steam, how far and how high it will get up there. So listen, you know, ladies, this is not a gross thing. This is nothing. We put underwear, we have all the feminine products, we have we have the most unnatural stuff touch our private areas and we just allow it. And we never detox that area. We might oil pull every morning to have good oral health and all of that stuff. And that's great. We might take showers very regularly because we feel like we're getting clean, but we don't take the time to properly detox our private areas and the most unnatural things touch those areas. Anytime that when I talk to women, when I mentioned that they're like, oh my gosh, that's so true. You know, up until a couple of years ago, organic tampons weren't even available. Um, and you know, some people choose not to use those in anyway, but those things weren't even readily available unless you bought cotton and, and made it into a wad and then, you know, washed it out. So it wasn't something that was very available those things are much more available, but we also have so many other 
factors. We have webs and webs of, of Wi-Fi over us and all these other things that are already bogging down our immune system. So we need to do the things that we can do, the things that we do have control over to make sure that we keep our body regular. So you can, you can easily, um, look up those kind of kits and depending on your needs, a lot of times, um, I've seen different companies that will have preset herbs. You can always use your own blends. Like I have, you know, big herb gardens in the back. You can pick those things fresh. You can utilize the essential oils and the fresh together, which is super powerful. So if you, if this is your first time doing that, then you want to see kind of what your needs are and start small and then, you know, add on to that. And you can do it as regularly as right after every cycle. And especially if you have more cycle pain, if you have more cramping, if you have irregular periods, if you have cysts, there's lots of different things that would really make you want to attempt to do this because it would really help in a lot of those areas. So it is a powerful tool. I highly recommend it, um, for everybody. And, you know, not everybody has an infrared sauna at their house to, you know, do that for their entire body. So this is a great way to be able to at home, do some of these things that are going to be super, super powerful. So one other thing that we, that we were talking about earlier was the skin and the skin health and all of that. But so I do want to well, stop you for a second, Mama Z, yeah. because I want you to actually give us some blend of yours for bee steaming. So when you mentioned I've got a herb garden and I could just picture you walking there and plucking something. So I'd love to know what would you actually take and what are the oils that you would combine with some of these fresh herbs um, um, and uh, because lots of what you mentioned, whether it's the period pain or the cyst, all of these can be also impactful on sleep in women because obviously yes. pain can keep them up at night. So share some bee steaming herbal blends with us. Absolutely. So, um, I like to use, and I mentioned a few of these before, but I like fresh rosemary. I like fresh peppermint, lavender, um, and the oils, uh, uh, also fresh bay leaf, bay leaf. I love that. Um, geranium, ylang lang, clary sage, lavender, peppermint, geranium, and then a Vitex essential oil. Um, it is, that is another powerful one to help with hormonal balance in our first, first book, the healing power of essential oils. We have a huge area on women's health and it goes over a lot of the herbs that would be very beneficial. And it, it talks a little bit about each one of them and, um, it, it gives a whole list in there. So you could add other things, but that's really my blend when it comes to, uh, my favorites, uh, when I'm bee steaming, especially after childbirth, because, um, it, it's, it's such a big change, but it really helps, um, to get back to normal a lot faster. And of course, living a more of a detox life. I always, um, you know, six weeks after I do my first, um, colonic and leading up to that, I do a parasite cleanse followed by, um, a liver gallbladder cleanse. And then it culminates with the, um, the, uh, 
uh, colon hydrotherapy. And then I do the V steaming and also an ionic foot bath. Um, I like to combine a lot of those things. So once a month, I actually have my special spa day. Um, and you know, a lot of these things I, I could, I could do at my own house. I could buy an ionic foot bath. I could do all of those things. Um, but I think it's very important to make sure that I create the atmosphere that I need to. And it gives me an opportunity to make sure that my husband has to take care of the children (laughs) for a few hours. You would think it's all day long, um, especially afterwards, uh, when you talk to them (laughs) about it, but it's, it's really important, um, for them to see what you go through on a regular basis. And they only get a little snapshot of what we go through as women, but it's important because it does make them very much appreciate us. And even if I left, uh, which I do all the food for them and all of this and that, Every time when I come home, the house looks like a tornado happened and I keep my house very, very clean. Every, every child has their chores age appropriate, of course, and all of that. And we all pitch in on every single area because they have to learn it. My famous quote is, um, uh, I said, what does mommy always say? You are not our maid. Yes, that's correct. And what is my job? To create successful humans. Yes, of course. So, um, when I get home, it's so, it's always so funny because everything's tore apart and, um, it's great, but, um, that's so important. So I make sure that I'm going somewhere so that I I have no distractions and I'm focused on just being in the moment and being able to allow my body with no other distractions to properly detox. I love all that you shared. I mean, especially about the little, little uh, statements thrown at your husband behind the scene, which I hope he's listening to, to benefit you. Um, And you mentioned the skin. The reason I want to speak about the skin on an episode about sleep is because a lot of people who are actually struggling with skin challenges can also have elevated histamine, which also has a crossover with poor sleep. So I love these practical tools to help the skin to calm down because you really have this I know now why they call you Mama Z because you've got this exact nurturing motherly quality about how do you also bring in the practical aspects for example when you mentioned the oil pulling and that's a common thing so usually I tell clients to go spit outside somewhere in the earth and not into their drains but these are practical things we don't really think about but they're so important also you shared so sensitively about telling someone to keep an eye on you if you're in the bathtub and these are important things you never know if you slip or fall down and um, mm-hmm. So you're truly the universal mama, but let's talk a little bit about how to calm down the skin if it's feeling inflamed Absolutely. or angry. Yes. So there is that brain skin gut connection and it's all important. So what you're eating is important. You know, we, in this day and age, because we have modern technology and all of those things, Uh, We can't expect oils and herbs to do everything. We have to make sure that we're eating good foods, that we're eating good, rich foods for our bodies, um, that we're not eating the processed foods, that we're avoiding the, 
the, the, the dairy, the gluten, the sugar, those are some of the top three, uh, reactive things with skin, especially, um, moms, you know, when I see a baby that has eczema, um, I go right to the mom's diet. And, you know, a lot of times moms aren't very happy with me right away there because, but a lot of times it ends up being more of a desperate thing because of those histamine levels and then the skin and the reactivity and all of that stuff. So, um, one of the biggest keys, um, that I talked to, um, the women about is what we're using on our face, um, as well, not just what we're putting in our body, but what we're using on our face, we all have a toxic bucket. And as we're putting these things, um, on our bodies, perfume is toxic and it, um, it affects your um, hormones. It affects everything about you. And so utilizing essential oils in its place is a healthy way to do it, um, instead of an unnatural way. And because it is so modern to just go to the store and have, you know, plug in things in the walls and candles and all these things that, you know, yes, you can do some of these things in a natural holistic way, but the general things that are out there and available are toxic to our bodies and they affect our hormones. And so again, the things that we have control over is throwing away all the hand sanitizer. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but, um, getting rid of perfume and any other thing, unnatural scents in your house, all of that has an aspect to it. And also what you use in the shower and what you use on your face, all of those things are so important. So as soon as I see that, you know, I know it's not always the first thing that people want to ditch. So, um, they're going to hold on to their cosmetics, their toxic cosmetics till, you know, um, they're blue in the face or we have to come up with some good alternatives. So one of the greatest things, um, that you can use. So, you know, some people, they, they, they feel like they have to have it soapy, soapy clean in order to actually, um, make bubbles in order to clean, uh, uh, their skin. You don't have to, you can use coconut oil. It's a, it's a surfactant on your face with water to clean your, your face. One of my favorite, um, toners after that is the Bragg apple cider vinegar, the organic apple cider vinegar with the mother. And you can use that on a raw sunburn and it'll be a little tingly and then it feels so good. So, you know, you use that on an organic cotton circle or square. And if you have more sensitive skin or if you want to dilute it with, um, uh, dis- the purified or distilled water, you absolutely can, but most people can handle it straight. And then that's a great way to exfoliate your skin. One of the best stories, um, is, the, um, the special recipe that we have, which it we've, we've named it so many different things over the year, but what we call it our skin healing serum. So you can even go to our website, skin healing serum. Um, I've in our new book, I have a lot of different adaptions to that, depending on what your needs are, but that is ultimately what, what cured my dad of skin cancer. And, um, so he, he had actually was putting on this cream for six months. And then I read the cream, you know, cause he had all these spots on his arm and, and the cream said that it caused cancer, but he was doing it to get rid of cancer, but it said it, it could cause cancer and nothing was changing. 
So I started doing, you know, the Bragg apple cider vinegar, and then the skin healing serum, which I'll give you the recipe. And when I started doing that at first, of course, he said, well, I don't want to smell like a salad, you know, cause it's Bragg apple cider vinegar. Um, but then when I put the healing, um, ointment on, um, magic started to happen to his arms, all of these small spots and things on his hands started to go away. And then within two weeks, all of these other spots that he'd been working on were gone. And then, you know, a year passed by, you know, he kept going, you know, to his regular doctor. So then they burned off other things that they saw on him. And then he had to heal. Well, the next time he came, he had spots that looked very fungal. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And of course he eats a terrible amount of sugar, processed sugar. And I'm very allergic to processed sugar. I, my body, I even too much, um, maple syrup or honey, I'll get a reaction. So I do much better with, um, with stevia. Um, but you know, if you have that kind of sensitivity, which I'm sure he does because I am his daughter and I know how it affects me. He had a lot of fungal things going on, on his face and on his arms. And so I had to adapt the recipe just a little bit, which was huge because, um, you know, the skin healing serum is raw organic coconut oil mixed with organic aloe vera gel, or you can always scrape, um, the innards of the aloe vera plant, um, to make up this, um, skin healing serum. So I used, um, lavender, uh, tea tree, frankincense, hillocrysm, and sandalwood. You can use either Hawaiian or Indian sandalwood. Um, on our website, if you go there, it'll give you all the proportions to do it in because I always, if I'm going to make something, I usually try to make more of it and then like split it in smaller jars. And then you do not have to refrigerate this mixture, but I recommend you to, because it actually keeps it homogenous. And then you just use a spoon to spoon it out and then put it on your face. Um, I have seen things from, psoriasis, eczema, burns, um, cancer. I've seen all different types of things change overnight. Even our handyman that helps us with our office and other places he was having, um, you know, cause he's sweating with these dark t-shirts on all day. And then he goes and showers at the end of the day. So he had even under his armpits had, um, some fungal areas and underneath, um, his chest, we all have different areas. I call them our output areas, areas that if we get out of balance, that we're going to notice a difference in some of these areas. So these are your hot button areas that detox bath is really key to do that. And then using that Bragg apple cider vinegar, not only helps to gently exfoliate the, the dead skin cells on the surface of the skin, but it also helps to normalize the pH. And then using that skin healing serum, it was so funny. Our, our handyman even came back and said, man, we need to bottle that stuff up and sell it. Cause we'd make millions. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you know, us, we're all about giving that fishing pole to other people so that they can do the fishing for themselves. And he's like, Oh, okay. I, I didn't think about that. And so it's, it's really key to making sure. And I blend all of that together. You can, um, I use my little, um, miniature blender because I want to make it homogenous and it's like a clear white liquid. And then it, it, it hardens up in the refrigerator. 
and I, we take it everywhere with us. We, when we travel, I travel with a plug-in cooler because we'd bring all of our own food. We have a food suitcase. If we travel longer distances overseas, all that stuff. And so we're always bringing all of our own things with us where we go in our staples so that we have all the, the things that we need at our fingertips at any given time. And this is one of those staples. So that, that is a great combination, coconut oil, apple cider vinegar, organic apple cider vinegar with the mother and the skin healing serum for a good, uh, rejuvenating, um, facial, uh, pro- protocol. And you can do that in the morning and at night. And uh, if you have more issues, um, or if you're just starting to tackle certain things, then you can add a third time in the middle of the day as well. The biggest thing that I see, um, especially around the holidays, um, different holidays, usually about three weeks after each of these holidays, I have a lot of calls and, um, people are asking about their skin. And then, especially when you have a lot of holidays that are back to back to back, then you see a lot more, um, people that have, um, skin issues that then compound into other skin issues because they're not eating the best. They're not sleeping as much and they are, um, they're, they're not doing all the things they need to do to take care of themselves because they're entertaining, they're eating bad foods. And so we try to teach people how to have all the same favorites, but not have all the bad ingredients, you know, that way you make those substitutions so you can still enjoy each and every one of your holidays, um, but not have all of the after effects, um, that go along with that. And once people get their hormones normalized, of course, all of that amazing vitamin D is super important. And the darker your skin is, the more vitamin D that you need naturally, um, in order to make sure that you have the vitamin D that your body requires. Wow. That was literally like a flood of information. So useful and so right about the vitamin D because you hear so many dermatologists telling people that they have to, and it's hard to convince people. Otherwise they're always saying, no, but your skin absolutely needs sunscreen during the day. And then it needs retinol in the night. And women are so convinced by this. I'm so glad you took us through all that. I was wondering before we conclude, if you could wrap up, and I know we covered a lot of areas of women's health. If you could just wrap this up by telling us um, what's on your plate at night to help you sleep. And also just what's your nighttime routine, which helps keep your sleep uh, going in a gentle manner without fluctuations or disturbances. Yes, absolutely. So it's really important for us to have those dark leafy greens, um, you know, on your dinner plate does make a difference on whether you sleep well or not. And we do a lot of leafy greens at our house, lots of different ways. Um, and I try to tell people, you know, sometimes people are like, oh yes, I have lots of salads. And then they pour tons of sugar filled salad dressings with terrible oils in them all over their salad. And they take a salad that would be very healthy and they make it worse than a Big Mac at McDonald's. So I tell people use the salad greens, steamed or unsteamed and raw, whatever it happens to be, use that with with your main dish. So let's put your main dish 
over that bed of greens and use your main dish as the salad dressing for your greens. It works so good because every bite you take some salad, you take that you're eating that together. You have those awesome scrubbing factors for your digestive system. And it helps to move everything through your body the way that, that God meant it to be. And then also what are we putting on that plate? Are we eating the rainbow? Are we eating lots of beets and other things that are seasonal? Are we switching our foods that are seasonal? Um, what do we have growing in our garden? You know, we, we probably don't eat strawberries every single day of the year because they're not in season. So really seeing what is in season and then making sure now, if we, we, we don't have to buy everything organic, we, but we do need to buy some things organic. And it's a good thing to look at the environmental working group and they have what's called the clean 15 and the dirty dozen. So the things that when you're going to spend the money that you need to buy organic, you're going to have to buy organic berries, your greens, Um, but you know, when you have thicker skinned things, um, like bananas or other things of that nature, uh, some of them don't require any pesticides and others have thicker skin. So we want to look at how we best put the things that we do on our plate and make sure that we're eating the rainbow. And that's not with food dyes that is, you know, raw vegetables. That's a combination of raw and, um, steamed vegetables because some vegetables your body takes in better, um, when they are steamed and some people have to make a transition if they're eating only processed foods to eat raw, they have to steam everything. And then their body builds up those enzymes so that they can then eat those things. So that's huge. And what we do is to make it easy because we, we have so many people in our family, we do more of a breakfast dinner, um, on Monday. Um, we do like almond, uh, almond flour pancakes or waffles with sometimes fruit. Um, we grow our own apples with my dad's orchard. So we process all of the fruit. We make our own, um, applesauce. We make a lot of our own things and then can them. So we'll incorporate those in some of the, the meals as well. Um, and then we do, um, each day has a theme to it. Um, so that we have a lot of variety within that because we could do, um, we could do um, omelets, or we could do other things that are different that are also breakfast material. And we just change it up all the time because it's so important to keep, we don't go to the gym every day and do the exact same workout. If we did, then we wouldn't do anything for our body. Same thing with our, our, um, our essential oils. We have to rotate those so that our body doesn't get too used to them. Same thing with what we eat on our plate. So we keep a lot of variety, but our kids know, you know, it's Italian night this night, it's Mexican night this night, you know, and we have it be fun so that they can be a part of it. And then that way they're going to learn how to make some of the things that ends up being their favorites. And I went back and I looked at all of our family, um, recipes that are just classic, our family recipes that had terrible ingredients and, um, made them all healthy. And, you know, I make a, a vegan lasagna 
that is gluten-free, dairy-free and made with spinach, or you could use eggplant, you know, fresh from the garden. So we want to have good variety and that is the, the basis, you know, and in our book, the essential oils diet, our second book, we kind of go through a lot of the things that we do. And especially if you're in a transitional period, um, and I give a lot of my food recipes in there as well. And, uh, we actually even have a salads course and a, and, a um, an Italian course that we have out there with a lot of other recipes and stuff, but there's tons of free recipes right on our website, naturallivingfamily.com. And then you can get creative. And I always say, you know, take our recipes as a springboard and, and change them, you know, print them out and write all over them and make it yours. Um, because that's really what makes it relevant to you. And then as far as our nighttime routine, we have both of the nighttime routine with the kids and then with ourselves. So we have, um, our diffusers. So we, we use a variety of different, um, sleep oils. We have our own sleep blend that we make, um, and that I mentioned earlier, but then it's also good to use breathing blends as well, or peppermint or eucalyptus, because you can open up those airways and then, and then combine the breathing and the relaxation blends so that you can open it up and then knock, knock yourself out. And so you want to start those things, um, you know, while you're putting the kids to bed that way, uh, you, it, it, your diffuser is already going for a while. Now we do have a rule because some people are very sensitive to aromatics and Dr. Z is very sensitive. If I set up the kid's diffuser and he goes to put the kids to bed, he's not going to make it out of that room. He's going to fall asleep in that room. Mm. So we have to make sure that we know how sensitive we are to aromatics. And so we always have like, okay, with the kids, last one out, turn on the diffuser. And, um, and then, you know, making sure that you have time to connect with your spouse is really important too. And it's good for both of you. And, and it really helps with both of your needs and, um, you know, really keeping those communication lines open, you know, good health is a balance between physical, spiritual, emotional, occupational, social, all of these areas, even financial needs. So we need to make sure that we're balancing in all of those areas. So, um, making sure that, you know, we're able to put our head on the pillow at night and we're not thinking about all this stuff that's going on. And one of the biggest distractions is our phone and leaving our phones on next to our bed with all the Wi-Fi and all that stuff. And really just to turn it, turn your router off or turn your, 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 your phone on airplane mode. It can even go in a different room and, um, you know, allowing yourself to, um, really be free to sleep. You know, I'll, I'll never forget when we got home from, um, driving 12 hours, we got home and all the power was knocked out, man. We had the best sleep that night. Well, once we tried to figure out how to get all of our stuff in, in the dark, um, we had the best sleep. I mean, because there was nothing going on. And we, we don't realize how much is going on from lights and sound and all that stuff. It can all be a factor that we don't know. And, and all that blue light from your phone and your computer and all that stuff, you know, it can keep you you up at night. So using those essential oils, not just aromatically, but also topically can be can be very, very, very good for your body and giving yourself that, that couple minute foot massage. I, I mean, there are times where 
I just have to just sit there and just give myself a couple minute foot massage. And another good trick that I actually really love, I have, um, an led face mask. Okay. So it has all the different lights. It has everything. Um, and each light does something different. And, um, one thing, it really puts your body in the parasympathetic state. And so you, you can do your anti-aging stuff with the light therapy. You don't have to use all these products that most of those products that you think are anti-aging actually make your body age more. I mean, it's really backwards, but it makes yeah. your body then need those things to then anti-age. And then it makes you age more. So, you know, those things aren't always helping you. So I like to do a, a good variety and you really need a good 20 minutes, um, with the light therapy, um, to do that. But these are things that you can buy over, over the counter, um, um, on the web. And, um, you know, it, it looks very funny when you're putting this thing on, but I just literally rest with that on my face and you, you want to make sure, you know, um, how you sleep is important too. Are you sleeping on your back? Are you sleeping on your side? Um, you know, do you still have to therapy your body from being pregnant and having babies? Um, is, is some of those things keeping you up also making sure that you exercise. So I am the kind of person that wakes up. I wake up at three 30 in the morning. I got to, I got to breastfeed the baby. Then I go work out because everybody else is sleeping. And in order to make sure that I get to work out, I have to work out at five o'clock in the morning. And, um, and then when I get back, then I get it, then I shower and get everybody else ready. And, you know, the kids all know that. And, you know, when you have a little one that needs to nurse, Dr. Z wants to make sure that the baby's not going to be hungry while I'm gone. So I make sure that I nurse the baby and, you know, he's now 10 months. So he slept, you know, all the way through his life because we, I do all of the same things I do with the children on the baby. So he slept great. Well, you can tell he's starting to get to the age where he, he might need a little extra food one more time in the night. So, you know, you wake up and do that and, and you just go right back to sleep. I can go back to the same place in my dream if I want to. And we want to get wow. to that place yes. that you can, you can go to the bathroom. Oh, I liked that dream. I'm going right back to that one. Yeah. That was good. And we need to make sure that we train our bodies like that. So when we take the kids to bed, we, you know, we're, we're going to have that diffuser going when we leave, but I give them an essential oil massage. My, uh, my daughter calls it the Royal touch. And I, each one of my kids likes to be massaged in different places. Some like their belly, some like their shoulders, some like their back, some like their feet. And every one of them is different and spending the time with them to help calm them down and get them to go to bed is huge when it comes to essential oils and their sleep. But, but in that process, they have all been great sleepers because of the, the things that we use. And then there's great homeopathics, um, that you can use. I, you know, I don't recommend using some of these sleep aids that they have out there because it just makes you dependent on it. And then you can't go to sleep. It, it's, it's terrible what some of, um, you know, the, the companies make all these, all this money. And then when you've had those things and you wake up groggy, and then you have to have coffee all day in order to get yourself together, which actually makes you sleepier. And then you don't function as well. So a lot of times when people are detoxing and, and I'm not saying that coffee can be bad. There are some healthy ones out there in moderation, of course. But, um, I tell people the first thing is detox yourself off of coffee. You know, when you're going to do a detox, because, 
Um, and, and, you know, one day lady, I said, well, how much coffee do you have per day? And she was like, well, two. And I was like, oh, two, two, what? She goes two pots. And I go, wow, that's, you know, a lot of coffee. So I think it might take us, uh, you know, a week or two to just kind of detox off of that. And then we're going to, you know, eat fruits and vegetables. And so, um, you know, the first day she had her two pots, the second day she had a pot and three fourths and then a pot and a half and then a pot and a quarter. And we went down and down and down and down and down. And, you know, when she got done with it, um, on our website, we have our, um, fat burning matcha latte, it's Mm. amazing utilizing essential oils. Um, and it is fabulous. We use, um, uh, cinnamon and peppermint essential oil in there, or you can use an immune boosting, um, essential oil as well. And, um, you know, she just ended up switching to um, matcha green tea instead. And, you know, it just, you get that natural sustained energy. You know, we put healthy fats in there uh, with the coconut oil, or you can use a lipospheric vitamin C as your fat soluble for your, um, essential oil. Cause you need to make sure that you use fats with those oils and, um, it can be powerful. Um, one thing I, I had mentioned that I wanted to close with is, um, boosting your immunity. We're in a day and age that everybody's talking about it. And, um, you know, uh, the, there's forced things that are really not healthy for your immune system out there. But one of the best things you can do is throw away that hand sanitizer and make your own. And, um, I use the 10, 10, 10 method. So that's 10 drops of essential oils. So the best combination by research for an immune boosting essential oil blend, um, is equal parts of cinnamon, clove, eucalyptus, lemon, orange, and rosemary. So I combine all of those together. And then I do 10 drops of that 10 drops of aloe vera gel and 10 drops of a high proof grain alcohol. Um, we need to make sure that everything suspends and, and, you know, for us, we do it in smaller bottles, so it, it doesn't go bad. Um, but that is going to help it sustain its life. And then you basically take a one ounce glass bottle, put those things in, fill the rest up with purified or distilled water, shake and go. This has been key. I I don't allow our school system to use any of those traditional products with our children. Our children are not used to that because whether it's food or anything, they have, they can only use mama Z approved snacks and other things because I've set the standard and it's important to be very firm with that because, um, as an allergy, because for our children, if they eat those things that are not good like that, it it will, it will literally make them have an undesired result, whether it's weight gain, whether it's hyperactivity, whether it's all these other things. And so we need to control what goes in their body. Equally, I make sure that I make um, hand soap that is using that same essential oil blend. And of course, if you're not into DIYing, you can get your own organic unscented hand soap and add eight drops of essential oils to every one ounce of it. So I supply each one of the um, classrooms with um, hand soap and essential and and my essential oil um, immunity blend, um, hand sanitizer. And it was so funny because all of a sudden then the teachers were like, well, can the other 
kids use that? And I'm like, absolutely. So just if they bring, if they give me an empty bottle, I just fill it up and send it back. And then the uh, person who's in charge of the school, the headmaster, they were like, well, I want one of those essential oils that's healthy. And can you make one for my grandson? Cause he goes to school there too. So I just, I make a ton of hand sanitizer, um, that's healthy. And that's the best thing that you can do. Cause we need to allow all of this over sanitization is going to come with a cost. It's going to come with a cost. We have not just our gut flora, but we have our skin. Our skin is like our first defense to our immune system. So we need to be very cognizant of what we put on our skin because in the process of using all of these registered pesticides that are in all of these over-the-counter products, will actually like do the opposite of what we want them to do. So allowing our body to use its own immune system and build it up to allow it to do what it was meant to do is the most important thing. Mama C, I've loved this conversation. I mean, it's just filled and I wish we've already gone on about double the time of several other episodes <laughs> and I wish we could go on longer, but sadly we can't. But I would like you to complete our show mantra. We have a mantra on the show. So if sleep is the new medicine, then how would Mama Z spin that for us? Sleep is the start to all things, weight loss, skin, proper body digestion, all of the things. If we do not have that rejuvenation, sweet sleep that our body needs, it doesn't function in the way that God intended it to. Beautiful. And where can people find you? Of course, we link everything in the show notes, but you could just add that as well. Absolutely. So you can go to naturallivingfamily.com and our new book, e, um, it's uh, Essential Oils Apothecary. You can go to eoapothecary.com and my, some of my classes, mamazitalian.com, mamazisalad.com, mamazigarden.com. Um, we've got organic gardening classes, um, all different kinds of things. But if you hook up with us at naturallivingfamily.com, you can find all of those things there. And um, definitely feel free to utilize all the free resources that are on um, our website. And then any of our products are available to you. And we do ship around the world. Love it. And uh, I think I'm going to soon sign up for Mama Z's Italian for sure. Uh, and probably the herb gardening if there is as well. I can't wait to get grab the, the book as well. And uh, I think it should be available by the time this episode releases. And uh, I am looking forward to it. Thank you for your time. And it was great having this conversation with you. Hi everyone, I hope you enjoyed the show today. Just a reminder that this podcast is for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or otherwise qualified health professional. This information is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or the professional advice or services. If you are looking for personal help on your health journey, do seek out a qualified professional 
professional please do make your own healthcare decisions based upon your research and in partnership with a qualified healthcare professional it is in no way intended as medical advice or a treatment or cure for any condition be sure to always directly work with a qualified practitioner before making any changes to your diet or lifestyle that may feel out of your realm of comfort or understanding if you are looking for an allied functional medicine practitioner do seek out more information on www.phytothrive.com It is important that you have someone who's qualified and understands your health personally in order to provide adequate care especially when it comes to chronic health condition. Be sure to subscribe to the Sleep Whisperer podcast on your favorite podcast app to get each episode as soon as it launches.